0: commitment. Wouldn't you love it if everyone in the church who said they would do something would actually do it? And then you come to these millennial and Gen Z. I mean, for goodness sakes, how do you get them to stay committed? Well, we're going to talk about exactly that in this episode of Church Tips. Stay tuned. Welcome to Church Tips, the daily show designed to give you practical ideas and strategies you can use to get better, break barriers, and grow the church. Thanks for joining us today. Now, here are your hosts, Dick and Jonathan Hardy. Hey friend, welcome to Church Tips today. We are excited to have our content manager here of Leaders.Church, Ryan Sparks. Ryan's been working with us for the last couple of years, and the guy who's normally sitting here, Jonathan, is out on a well-deserved break for a few days. So we're going to take an opportunity to talk for the next three episodes about Issues specific to Millennials and Gen Z. So, Ryan, hey, it's great to have you with us. Tell us a little bit about you.
1: It's great to be here. I'm a student at North Central University in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and, you know, I've poured my heart and soul into ministry, and I'm just excited to be here and talk about
0: this. Well, stuff. we love it. We love it. Give us give us a jump start on some things that you're seeing with Millennials and Gen Z. Yeah, well, first I want to start with a
1: story. I um. I led a college age life group a few years back, and man, the inconsistency of this this college age life group no. was crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, for real, <laughs> seriously, and it's crazy because the people in this this life group, this small group, were committed. To being there at first, and the problem was, you know, there's distractions, there's you know, there's um, social plans, there's college, there's all kinds of things that get in the way. You got a boyfriend
0: or girlfriend this week and not next week, okay? Yeah, and it's not
1: necessarily the leader's fault. It's not necessarily where you're having it. It's not necessarily what's happening in the group. It's just the reality of young people. So there's major inconsistency.
0: Well, there there really are, and, and you know this as a pastor that when you're dealing with the younger adults. You're, you're figuring out how do we get these millennials and Gen Z to stay committed. That's exactly what uh, we want to talk about here with Ryan today. So, uh, Ryan, give us a jump start. We, we just, uh, there's some things that you and I have uh, banged around that you think would be helpful for for pastors. To factor as they're moving forward with this issue of commitment?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think the first thing is uh, you need to leverage the ambition of young people. And the reality is, uh, there's this notion that young people don't want to be involved in the church. And, oh, you know, the young people, you know, it's really hard to get them in the church. And so uh, a lot of times they don't even try. Pastors won't even try and, and they'll kind of push it aside. And, and we can't do that. Young people, the reality is they want to be involved. Yeah, exactly. They want to be involved a lot too. And so, um, we need to embrace the ambition that young people possess already because yeah. it's already there. Gotcha. We just need to latch on to it and say, hey, here's some opportunities for you to serve. Hey, what are you interested in? What what are you, what you career field do you want to go into? Hey, we, we've got this serving opportunity for you that, that actually fits what you're already interested in. And so what a young person does there is to say, you're looking at me and saying, I've got an opportunity for you. I've got an opportunity for you to use your voice I'll take it. Yeah. That's what young people do. Well, and
0: they they really do want to be heard, don't they? Yeah, for sure. That's that's a, that's for a big sure. issue. And I I'd say one of the things that I observe from my age to yours is that um it it can look differently. For when sure. I think of the ambition of my peers versus the ambition of your peers, yeah. a pastor needs to be looking at it differently because they're trying to mobilize both people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree, and I think that like another thing, the church needs to be encouraging the young people to find their calling. Oh, and so, yeah. Yeah, so if the good. if the young people are like, um, you know, in this phase where they're in college and they're trying to figure out, you know, they switch their major all the time, and yeah. they're trying to figure out what do I want to do with life. A perfect example of that is, hey, we've got this serving opportunity for you, and that actually pushes them towards their interests. It pushes them towards what they're going to be called to do, um, and what they they might be, you know, doing in the future. And then
0: strengthens the ability for them to commit. Absolutely. Well, sure. and you. So you and I talked earlier about the whole sense of uh, pastors not giving up on this. Yeah. It could be relentless. Talk For, to sure. us a little bit about that, You know, sticking to it.
1: Yeah, you. Yeah, that would be the second point, is be relentless. Because ultimately, like I said earlier, it might not be your fault that that people are leaving the church. Right. It might not be your fault or anything the church is doing that young people, you know, are there one week and then not the next three and then there again. It might not be anything to do with what's happening in the church. It could just be that, you know, a relationship, you know, happened or something yeah. like that or or college work or finals week or or whatever it is. So young people have a life that is constantly changing, constantly going everywhere at once. And so you have to realize that There's a lot of factors that play into the attendance, play into the involvement of young people. So be relentless. Keep asking them to come back. Keep inviting them to social events. Keep inviting them to church events. Keep giving them opportunity because they will respond to that.
0: Would you say uh, that a pastor needs to be a student of the, this generation. You can't yeah. just think that they're just like previous generations. They're just like Gen Z. They're just like boomers. Yeah. They've got to study them. Yeah, for
1: sure. It's so important because in our society right now, um, I would say that millennials, and especially Generation Z... Um, are changing more rapidly than any other generation before. And they're changing every single day. You know, with social media, there's things, there's fads, there's trends that come out, you know, almost daily, where what was cool yesterday is not cool anymore. And what was what was good yesterday is not good anymore, you know. And so, um, yeah, you need to be a student in what not only what is like cool, what is what is uh, happening in, you know, that generation, but what their tendencies are and yeah. and what they're driven towards so
0: well, and i uh, I've also just uh, heard studies on uh, the fact that particularly uh, older uh, pastors who are in the the last half of their ministry career, that's a diplomatic way to say the gray hair and so on <laughs> um, they can't even think to your point, they can't even think of a twenty two year old like an 18-year-old. Yeah. They're different. Yeah. And w- where, whereas if you're my age, you look at 18, 22, 25, 17, they're all – they're not. No, They not at think all. differently. Yeah. Therefore, you have to be a student of that, and you've got to be relentless in going after Absolutely. them. To, talk to us about the next uh, thought you had I I, thought, I found fascinating.
1: Yeah. The third point I would say is value the opinion of young people. Like we said, va-
0: you know, Operative word, value. Yes.
1: Yes. You need to value that opinion because, um, you know, like let's take youth groups for an example. I know that's not the generation we're really talking about, but say, you know, if, if we're trying to figure out what a youth group Wants to do what the youth are interested in. Ask the youth. You know, if you're if you're sitting around a table and and you know you're all (laughs) thirty, like it's going to be hard to figure out what um, the people that are involved are actually interested in. And so I would say when you're dealing with young people, go to them to see what they're interested in
0: and what they genuinely want out of a church experience, and and then pay attention to it. And then pay attention to it. One of the worst things to do is ask their opinion. And blow it all, and off. then not do it. Oh yeah, that is Absolutely. a loser, absolute loser. Absolutely. Then you, you've talked about uh, you providing opportunities. So fl- talk to us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, and so we talked a little bit about you know um, leveraging what people are interested. But I want to dive a little bit a de- little bit deeper into that. You know the the emphasis on like the attractional basis of church right now is not a bad thing, all right? So if you have attractional things like, hey, we're going to have popsicles today for service, that's not a bad thing, but it can't be the only thing. Mm -hmm. And so if you are, you know, pushing towards bringing people in and and providing, you know, genuine connection, opportunities for genuine connection, the thing is not going to be, you know, hey, we have popsicles before service and everything. It's going to be, hey, you know, we're having a service where we're going to pray together. We're, mm-hmm. we're going to have uh, opportunities for a life group. We're going to have, you know, this genuine connection because ultimately, young people want the real relationships. Right. They want the real relationship with people and the real relationship with God. They've got a lot of
0: questions and they want it to the answer. Absolutely. That's, that's outstanding, uh, Ryan. I really appreciate that. Give us a snapshot uh, or give us a, a recap of the yeah. things you just talked about, these four things.
1: Yeah. So the first one's going to be leverage the ambition of young people that we're gonna be relentless uh, value the opinion of young people, and then finally provide opportunities for genuine
0: connection. You know, honestly, if pastors will pay attention to these four things, they're going to see themselves move way down the line of really getting the kind of commitment out of millennials and Gen Z that they want. So, Absolutely. Ryan, I really appreciate you taking time to talk with us on this today. Um, you know, we do want you to uh, tap into the next two episodes, episodes number forty-three and forty-four. Uh, Ryan's going to be back as our guest in both of those, and you're going to you're going to have some Great content that is going to be very, very valuable to you. Also want to mention uh as a leader, while you're thinking of leading millennials and Gen Z, you need to be developing as a leader yourself. And we strongly encourage you to take advantage of the five-day leadership challenge that uh, we've made available to you. Just uh, uh put in leaders.church slash challenge, and uh you'll be able to jump in, get a 15 uh 12 to 15 minute video every day, and that's designed to help you. Not uh, do everything else, but help you be better as a leader. Because when you get better, then that sets the stage for the church to get better. Also, uh, we certainly would encourage you to subscribe uh, to the podcast, whatever platform you're watching to, and and the YouTube channel, uh, and rate and review uh, everything you can. We certainly appreciate that. In fact, uh, we've got a review here from M.Z. John. And he says, uh, if it's a he, I'm guessing that maybe it's a he, practical proven strategies to strengthen the impact of the church, adopting right procedures to produce right results. Well done, leaders, doctors. Man, I like this guy. So it. you uh, rate and review, and uh, maybe we're going to read one, uh, read your review on one of the future podcasts. So uh, anything to add, Ryan? I think we're good. We're all good to go. We're Thanks good. very much for watching. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Be blessed. Hey, Jonathan here, real quick before you go. Did you know 71% of pastors report
1: being extremely stressed or highly stressed? 90% of pastors feel worn out working between 55 to 75 hours per week. And then get this, 70% of pastors say they have a lower self-esteem now than when they started ministry. Can you relate to any of that? In reality, everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership, so investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. It's your opportunity to invest in your leadership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you're ready to give your leadership growth a boost, simply go to leaders.church slash boost. Again, that's leaders.church slash boost. Well, thanks again for joining us today on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.